Warning, Geesebumps is a comedy podcast based on the works of R.L. Stein. Any similarity to an actual literature podcast is coincidental and unintentional. It's back. Evan Ross can't stop thinking about monster blood and what happened last summer. It was so horrible, so terrifying. Too bad Evan's science teacher doesn't believe him. Now he's stuck cleaning out the hamster's cage as punishment for making up stories. Then, Evan's friend Andy comes to town, and things go from bad to worse, because Andy's got a present for Evan. It's green and slimy, and it's starting to grow. Dirty. Hey, this is a sequel for Geesebumps as well. That's true. Because Danielle is a dirty sex pervert. Welcome to Geesebumps, a Did You Mean Goosebumps podcast. My name, Jeff, is Danielle. I have a PhD. My name is Jojo, and I have a PhD. My name is Jeff, and I have a hypothetical question for both of you, which I know is going to irritate Jojo. No, bring it. I love it. Here's the question. How are we going to live in an age where Bugs Bunny's dead? Bugs Bunny is alive and well. I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, no, Jeff. No, he's not. What are you what talking happened? about? What happened to Bugs? What happened to Bugs? You know what happened to Bugs? What happened to Bugs? Well, he defeated the Goon Squad at the end of Space Jam A New Legacy. Did he get snapped at the end of Space Jam Legacy? Did he die? Yes. Yes, Jeff. He died. No. He's dead. Did you watch Space Jam New Legacy? No, I just know that he dies. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> because it, because it was trending. Hashtag that's all, folks. <laughs> Hashtag dead buddy. By the way, spoilers for Space Jam: A New Legacy. Statistically speaking, if you listen to to Geese Pubs, there's a pretty good chance you also <laughs> enjoy the film franchise Space Jam and all the tunes and all their adventures. Jeff, you've been dig- big on the tunes tip lately. Yeah, I've been I've been dipping my toe into the. You've been going deep in the tunes court. Who's your favorite tune, Jeff? Come on. Um, oh, man. It's so many classic tunes. I'm going to go with, um, oh, God, what's what's his name? The one with the mustache. Yosemite Sam? Porky Pig. Yeah, sure, that one. We like Yosemite Sam in this household, mostly because he ends up on mud flaps a lot. Now, here's what I get confused by. Is Yosemite Sam the one that says Tarnation, or is he the one that says Suffer and Succotash? He's the one that says Tarnation. Suffering Succotash is the cat. Uh, Sylvester. Uh, Sylvester's okay. the cat, uh, which is always trying to eat. Always, oh, always trying to get his mouth around that round guy. That's I how think, it does it. I think the yeah. reason I didn't like Looney Tunes is because I wanted the fuckers to just do the thing. Just you wanted do it. the cat to eat the bird finally. Just do it and put it into it. Make it. Danielle stop. likes postmodern Looney Tunes, where <laughs> Sylvester eats Tweety, and then the camera just holds on Sylvester sitting there for eight minutes. Directed by David. Directed Lynch. by David Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> Who will complain that you watched it on your phone and not on tele, not on yeah. a CRT in the 1990s in a diner eating a pie.
So I knew this and I knew it from words because I heard it, but I didn't know it was I, reading it out loud. Reading it to myself is a little, a little much. You know who show up in this film? The uh, the guys from Clockwork Orange. No, 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 no. Not just like as a reference. You know who show up in this film to like do something important? You know who show up? Oh, like an actual character. Yeah, you know who show up? Who show up? Rick and Morty show up. What? Really? Yeah. The Rick and Morty. So you know what that means? Fucking Space Jam is canonical to Rick and Morty. Dog. Whoa. <laughs> There's one cartoon world now. Okay, but Rick and Morty have unified the cartooniverse. Why why are we not alarmed by the fact that these conglomerates are buying up so many properties that now Rick and Morty exists in the same universe with Space Jam and instead of being like what the fuck maybe we should like do some like monopoly busting we're like yeah cool Rick could finally have sex with Bugs Bunny when Bugs Bunny's dressed up like a girl bunny That's right it'll finally make sense That's what they're that's what they're setting up that's why they did it. that's why they did it which is good I like that I want that They know they know what we want Who would not have relationships? with girl Bugs Bunny. Moi. No, you say that, Danielle. She's too femme. Not into femme. Oh, sorry. Then, okay, regular Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah, Danielle, just, just fuck the regular old bunny. <laughs> At least he pretends to be a human woman and you would fuck the normal bunny. That's fine. You sick freak. Hey. Hey, but that's hey. on brand for today's episode of our show. Speaking of today's episode, what did we read today squad robert lewis steinenson's goosebumps island presents. uh presents monster blood 2 uh goosebumps number 18 a spike lee joint the sequel to monster blood 1 and quite possibly the last goosebumps book we'll ever read is <laughs> kind of right aiming that direction yeah let's talk let's talk shop yeah let's talk bookshop all right, yeah. Let's 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 do at least the the. Let's get the synopsis out of the yeah, way. Right. I'll, I'll put I'll put two minutes on the clock. Oh, All right, boy. who's alarm right. clock? Two minutes. Who's okay. gonna do the synopsis? Who has? I. You know what, Danielle? I think maybe this one should be yours. I like Danielle's because they're completely unhinged. <laughs> yeah, Danielle's synopsis are, are good because they give me and Jeff a good jumping off point to kind of correct. All of the problems. And, and basically put a nice coat of paint on the the stucco that Danielle uh, put up for us. It's kind of like how you go through a house once to find the problems and then you go through the house again after you fix it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> go ahead, Danielle. I got two minutes on the clock. Ready? Yeah. Go. Okay. This Monster Blood 2, we've got Evan back uh, living in Atlanta now. And we got Andy back conveniently also spending the summer in Atlanta. And Evan is our usual R.L. Stein protag. He's uh, witless and and a milksop and <laughs> very uninteresting and gets the shit beat out of him by various people. Mostly one guy, but various people. He discovers that Andy brought along some monster blood that she had saved. And... As soon as they look at it, it starts growing, you know, blah, blah, blah. they're like, well, just bury it. Blah. So they bury it and someone ostensibly digs it up. I forget. It was um, Conan. Okay. It was Conan. Yeah. Conan, the, the one who beats, <laughs> who beats him up, dug up the monster blood and then fed it to the class hamster. No. 
But keep going. We'll we'll fix it afterwards. What? <laughs> keep going. We'll fix it in post. You got a minute left. God damn it. What? Okay, anyway. He, he gives it to the class hamster. The class hamster grows like, I don't know, real big like an elephant or something. And they're all freaking out because he's got these big old teeth. And he's like nomadon shit. And then he shrinks because the monster bullet turns out has an expiration date. And that date happened to be that very day. And so the monster blood, true to its expiration date, loses its power and everything is fine. No more problems. How much time does she have left? <laughs> 22 seconds. Danielle, what do you want to say to the, to the audience with these last 20, 18 seconds now? I, we're doing the hard work so that you don't have to. And I just want to make sure that you know. <laughs> All you fucks out there who doesn't have to, who don't have to read this book should appreciate us for reading this book. Yeah. Okay. That was very good. Um, most of that was, most of that was right. Most of it was correct because nothing happens in this yeah, book. Yeah, that's the problem. Like this, there's book, this book is so middle of the road that even I can do a vaguely coherent synopsis. So it's, we're back with, it's our first sequel, isn't it? Yeah. This is a, uh, yeah, I think so. I think Night of the Living Dummy 2 is 24, 25. Yeah, but we haven't, so this, but we haven't read. This is our first sequel. Yeah, that yeah this read. is our first sequel to a Goosebump story, yeah. and it's actually kind of uh, fundamentally awful. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Tell me how you really feel. Uh, so it really doesn't, if it, it, it doesn't expand on Monster Blood in any significant way, no. it Not just kind all. of detracts. As I have told JoJo and uh, Danielle, this feels like cheap DLC. For yeah. Monster Blood, it doesn't it's like when the company wants a little extra cash money, and they're like, "Let's throw some shit together and charge them three dollars to download it." This feels like this could have just been like a th an extra three chapters in the first Monster Blood book, like an Easily. extra little like it side adventure. Like, the next year, dot dot dot, yeah. and then. But but here's the thing, like okay, so I, I just want to. I'm not going to invite R.L. Stein in here. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Get the fuck out. No, I really have a lot to say. No, no mass mandates. No, Things no. are Go. ramping up with the variants. Go. Get out of here, R.L. Stein. There's a Delta. The Delta variants out there. Fuck off. I've been trying. I tried. Like I really tried with this one, and I wanted to figure out like what was this book about. This book, <laughs> this book is a cash-in. That is all it is. It feels like a cash-in, yeah. but I, I actually, I wanted to approach it like, okay, what could this book be about? Because um, Danielle made the argument last time that Monster Blood was about, um, like, it, it was sort of like the horror of sexual awakening, which is awful for me to say, and it's awful for Danielle to have said. <laughs> oh, good, because it's coming again. Gross. No, it's not. That's not in this book. Yes, it um, is, motherfucker. <laughs> you think I haven't highlighted the passages, bitch? I have receipts. Th this book is about the danger of trying to stand out. Yeah. Yeah. More than anything else. This book, I don't remember, because Monster Blood was like OG. This was a, that was a year ago that we did wow. Monster Blood, the oh first God. one, yeah. right? This one... I forgot a lot, and I was instantly reminded how much I absolutely hate the protagonist. Yeah, God. Um, and how much it, it, there's echoes of the first one, and none of them are good. No. Like, the echoes of the first one is that Evan is completely socially inept to the point where he just 
basically paints himself into the worst corner at school mm-hmm. constantly mm-hmm. by having so little social awareness and self-awareness. By being a complete dipshit. He tells everybody about monster blood and yeah. is like, why don't they like me and believe they me? They think I'm lying. And really? Then, and then he gets beat up constantly. Like the thing that happens the most in this book is him getting the fucking shit kicked out of him by yes. his bully, yes. which is the thing that happened in the first monster blood that like made me feel icky. The big, the big thing in this one is like, Evan is, he's, he's kind of like, um, dumb. <laughs> well, no, it, it starts off very, very much like what you would expect for a protagonist who, who survived some kind of adventure encounter. Like, th- like they're, they're, they're down on their luck following the high point of their adventure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they had that high point and then we catch up with them a year later and they're on drugs and it's the Ghostbusters too. Yes. There's a very there's a lot of Ghostbusters <laughs> 2, Tremors 2, Jurassic Park 2, yeah. Jurassic World 2, <laughs> Jurassic Park 2. The big heroic thing and now it's like what do you do after that? Like yeah. it's like we didn't and he didn't cash in appropriately and like in chapter like in chapter 1, chapter 1 is is so uneventful it's not even worth it. He just dreams his dog ate monster blood. <laughs> he dreams a lot in this book. In chapter 2, we get this. This is on page 7. Evan, please, Mr. Murphy said softly. And Mr. Murphy is his science teacher who, in classic R.L. Stein uh, style, is fat shamed the entirety of the book. Into- hardcore fat oh, shamed. So, oh, I've got. He shook his round pink. I didn't even there have to is. find an example. There it is. Yep. He shook his round <laughs> pink head yep. and made a tisk tisk sound. Monster blood is real, Evan blurted out angrily. The kids laughed again. Mis- uh, Mr. Murphy's expression grew stern. His tiny eyes locked onto Evan's. Evan, I'm a science teacher. <laughs> I'm a that high school a science teacher. Comeback. This is Mr. Murphy's bona fides. You don't expect a science teacher to believe you found a can of sticky green gunk in a toy store and it made things grow and grow. Yes, I do, Evan insisted. Maybe a science fiction teacher would believe <laughs> it. Also, he's not even a high school science teacher. He's a grade school science teacher. And then everyone did. And then it was that gif of everyone kind of like going, like freaking out. Like I ruined this guy's whole career. Yeah. And then Evan says, well, you're dumb, which is classic. Wow, kid. Wait a comeback. This kid is aggro. Evan is the most like inept yet most aggressive character. but, But here's, but here's what's interesting, right? That, that on its own, you hear that and you go, okay. Evan is Evan is a little bit like he had this adventure mm-hmm. and how he wants to kind of not necessarily like cash in, but like he has this experience that he can't share with anybody and no one cares about. It's it. also the only interesting thing about him. Yes. It's the only interesting thing about him. We don't know anything else about him except he had this adventure, which is fine. Can I just add a few more descriptors of Mr. Murphy? Because I, I really absolutely yes. go ahead. He has an enormous round body that blocked the sunlight from the window. <laughs> These are like your mama's so fat jokes types it of really level. Is. <laughs> it's just like anytime he talks, oh, chubby pink heads. Yeah, I think we mentioned that. Anytime he brings up Mr. Murphy, he's like, and his chins were wobbling as he ate a giant cake with one hand. And he and he's like, and he says that the hamster's fat, and that's why Mr. Murphy likes him because of oh, yeah. fat. <laughs> like, yeah, Mr. Murphy. <laughs> Mr. So Murphy. Stupid. Big, big, big chubbo in this book. And so like he uh he his uh, Evan's whole thing is like down on his luck, getting in trouble. You know, like no one, no one likes him. Neither do we. 
Neither do we. But to be fair, I was kind of like, okay, they're kind of like setting up like he's fallen from grace mm-hmm. from the end of his last adventure. So this adventure, things were, and we start off like, okay, he got in trouble. He has to clean Mr. Cuddles' cage. Mr. Cuddles is a hamster. Mm-hmm. Who Evan hates for some un- Who Evan really hates for some reason. Really reason. hates a hamster. Just for, just for existing. Yeah, just for being a hamster, basically. There's, there's a couple of chapters of bullshit about him <laughs> cleaning the hamster cage and kind of like <laughs> being like, fuck, I can't believe I have to clean this hamster cage. This sucks. There's a part where he goes to his uh, his locker to drop stuff up. This, <laughs> this part, yes. And he accidentally bumps into what is ostensibly <sighs> our villain for the book. This is on page 12 and 13. His villain is named Conan Barber. Yeah, which when I first read that before I got to the next sentence, I was like, he's being clever. Look at that. And then the next is sentence, he being clever? I was like, never mind. It's not clever when you explain it. So never mind. <laughs> Conan Barber. All the kids called him Conan the Barbarian. Okay, Ara. And this is and this is how we know. This is how we kind of like Conan kind of exemplifies like the the overall attitude of every character towards Evan um, <laughs> in this story, which is he met Conan on the playground <laughs> a few weeks before. <laughs> A few weeks after moving to Atlanta, eager to make a good first impression, Evan told him the whole Monster Blood story. Hi, my name's Evan. Do you hear about Monster Blood? Do you hear about how my dog got Conan, Conan didn't like the story. (laughs) He stared back at Evan with his cold blue eyes for a long, long time. Then his expression hardened, and he said, we don't like wise guys here in Atlanta. (laughs) Which, I don't, okay. Page 13. Okay. What? <laughs> right? What does that even mean? Okay. We don't like imaginations down here in the South. Yeah. I believe that all of the voices of the students and the teacher especially should be in a, a Southern bell drawl. I wasn't thinking of that, but they are in the South. I was, and it made they Mr. Murphy even better. Yeah. And also, I just want to mention that this is kind of... Um, I feel like Conan is the stand-in in R.L.'s mind for, like, the world. Who's, <laughs> 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 like, not impressed by him and, like, yeah. comes yeah. for him. Like, everyone else kind of just laughs at him, but Conan's just like, all right, wise guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, thank you. So glad. Because the whole, the, the whole thing was, like, Evan was, like, I'm, he, he was just kind of trying to say, like, I'm special. Yeah. Like he's basically yeah. saying that I'm a special person because I had this adventure. He's like, no, you're not. And, and, like, he's, no, and then are. Conan, as the stand-in for the world, is like, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. My name is Conan, though. So let's start there. Yeah. And, and so, like, Conan stands out for his own reasons. And then Conan, Conan beats him up. And then continues to beat him up for weeks. He gives, and him, then, a um, gives him a good no. pounding. Gives him a good pounding. Gives him a good pounding, yeah. Pounding. Um, and so when we, that's our introduction to Conan. Then in this section, Conan trips him. Mm-hmm. And Conan kind of goofing around is like, uh, go ahead, hit me in the stomach. I'll let you. Because he was like, oh, yeah. it's an accident. Um, Conan's like, hit it as hard as you can. Go ahead. I won't hit back. This is page 14. And Evan hesitates. And, and like, like an idiot, Evan believes him. Should I? <laughs> and, then, and then a lot of kids were realizing. And then... Evan has this thought, if I hit him really hard, if I hurt him, if I make him cry out, then maybe kids around here will have a little respect for I'll me. I'll be the alpha now. Fucking idiot. And, the, and so this is, this is why I'm saying like Evan's 
goal is to stand out somehow. Yeah. He wants he to wants, kind of prove he's special. He was hot and shit before. He doesn't want to be called diarrhea anymore. He was hot shit before. He was hot shit in a champagne class, and now he's called diarrhea in a Dixie cup, and he doesn't like it. No. Damn. I'll be Evan the Giant Killer, the guy <laughs> who pounded Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> No, is Conan mean to everybody else? Like they don't say he that. Like it. Is Conan he mean to just to him? It, um, yeah. He balled his hand to a tight fist, or uh, Conan's like, "Is that your fist?" <laughs> and then, and then uh, I may surprise him. Evan thought angrily, "Go ahead, hard as you can." And then he threw the punch. Didn't hurt. He hurt his hand. And then Mr. Murphy was right there watching. Yeah. Like, right. Fucking what? Like, dude, how it, how are you this bad at life? Yeah. And, and so and so that's that's. In terms of our baseline, yeah. If you think about a story, that's our start. We got Evan. All he wants to do is stand out. Yep. Mm. Be seen. Be seen. But for its but but like but it's for like a bad reason. Like he just wants people to like him. So he wants to stand out so people like me. It's not that he's he's not trying to like vanquish a villain. He's no. just trying to be cool kid to everybody. Yeah. Now now Danielle. See. You you have a degree of sorts yeah. in in words. <laughs> in the in, in what would be the typical arc of a story with this kind of a setup? <laughs> well, by the end, what lesson should Evan have learned? That Evan will learn that he doesn't need other people's approval to be special, but mm. also he will go on a journey that will make him mature and learn the true meaning of life. He'll become either he'll kill Conan because that's fun or they'll become friends, which is less fun. But you know, there's redemption. And then there's like the, the sense of, Oh, I don't need everybody. I just, I'm cool yeah. by myself. And, and what's great is, they don't do that. The whole adventure <laughs> is just Evan not learning that lesson. <laughs> and then finally, when it seems like he's gonna, R.L. Stein is like, nope. nope. And then it ends. Yeah. And and we learn nothing. nothing. No. Not, this book is, this book could not, nothing, and I guess that's the thing is, I, I was telling Danielle, I was like, this is not just the only Monster Blood sequel. They've made a franchise out of this. Yeah. And I, and this doesn't change the trajectory of anything regarding Monster Blood. It, it, no. and they included the, it would have been better if it was just new characters. Mm -hmm. So that better. just had a new fun adventure with Monster Blood that happened to pop up someplace else. Yes. Yeah. Um, but because you took pre existing characters and you put them through the ringer again where they didn't learn anything before and they didn't learn anything now, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it seems completely. Th this is like an empty calorie of, yes, of a book. A, this is the poof of a book. It's just yeah. a little bubble. I, I wanted to mention one thing regarding Conan before we, we get out of yeah, uh, yeah. kind of that spot. Yeah, I only have one more thing for the for the first couple chapters in this book. Okay. There's, there's not a lot. There's as mo it's like eight. It's like 40 pages of setup for yeah. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally Conan beats him up. Conan beats him up. They talk about monster, but Conan beats him up. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Um, but it was. But the thing that's weird that I have highlighted because Evan, Evan gets tripped by Conan earlier. Right. Mm -hmm. And he, he's like looking up at Conan and he's like, Conan was 12. This is a chapter. This is chapter three. It's like a few pages in. Uh, he says Conan was twelve, but he looked about twenty years old. He was taller and wider and stronger and meaner than any kid in the school. Now at this point, he's already been beat up by Conan. Yes. a few times. A couple times, right? Yeah. Despite being have been beaten up by Conan a few times, he also says, "Well, he wasn't a bad-looking guy." Exactly. Evan Begrim. He's good looking. I mean, like, hey, 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 Jeff. I mean, don't don't hate the player. Hate the game. Exactly. Evan Grimsel, but he's, he's cute. a good-looking guy. Evan grudgingly admitted he had wavy blonde hair, blue eyes, and a handsome face. Ooh. He was very athletic-looking and played all the sports in school. He looks like an okay guy, Evan thought wistfully, despite the fact, again, yes. 
And he's so like, he's like a cool guy. Like I like this guy. Evan has like fucking <laughs> like Stockholm syndrome with this, this is guy. Important to the book. It's establishing the sexual tension. And I think he just wants to be Conan. Yes. And then he well, wants. Co- well, Conan represents that thing that he wants. Yeah. Where he's kind of like exactly. Conan is effortlessly cool. Like yeah. Everyone cool and awesome and well liked and stands out. And honestly, pretty clever the way that he manages to continually get one over on Evan. Yeah, Evan is. Yeah, he's smart. Like he's 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 more cleverer. Yes. He's smarter. Yeah. He's more charming. He's not just a dumb jock. He literally like the thing where he tricks Evan into trying to punch him with a teacher there. Pretty fucking right? devious, dude. He is the Gaston to Evan's beast. Absolutely. Unfortunately, though, Evan doesn't do anything to like redeem himself no. not a thing it's i'm like and evan when i whenever evan was getting beat up there's a scene from bob's burgers um where gene it's like season one where gene has a bully and he's gonna get beat up and teddy uh is talking to bobby just like kids like gene they get beat up it's just the way it is he's like i would have <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about Evan is I'm just like, I wouldn't have been friends with this kid. This kid sucks. No, <laughs> I wouldn't have been friends with him either. You kind, This kid needs to have like common sense kind of beaten into him a few times, apparently. And I mean, think about what a what a portrait he must paint. He's like a scrawny. He's a ginger. Scrawny ginger with a Yankee accent down in Atlanta. <laughs> fucking running around talking Carpet about. Carpetbagger. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Reconstruction era resentment is not gone. where did the first book take place i don't remember it took place in georgia but not in atlanta okay oh really it was georgia i think so because they they it was like a couple hours away from atlanta that was the problem And it was just weird because yeah andy the the friend from the first book is there too yeah yeah so let me let me get into that so so furthering our theme of of uh of stupid of stupid evan being stupid We like R.L. Stein, by the way. Andrea we pops do. in. We love R.L. Stein. Love he's him. done a lot of great work, and he's given us a lot of joy. Yes, A+. plus. She comes to town, and basically, like, when she shows up, she kind of regurgitates a lot of stuff that <laughs> what happened before the book. She was like, hey, this is page 32. Didn't you read any of my letters? <laughs> and he's like, what? With- She's like, I told you, but uh, my parents went overseas for a year, <laughs> one. Yeah. I told you that they were sending me to Atlanta to live with my aunt and uncle, two and three. That's two different things. And four, I told you I'd be living three blocks away from you. That's on page 33. It's like they they ADR'd ADR'd off screen. R.L. Stein was just like, I got to get Andrea there. I don't have time to come up with a good reason for it. So so fuck it. Can you imagine the book without Andrea being there? And it's just Evan versus everybody. Andy is the only one who like, she's not super great herself, but she's so much better than Evan. And Andy's basically there to be like his sidekick, even though like she doesn't need to be. She's kind um, of the bad, she's like the bad angel on his shoulder kind yes. of. Yeah. And, yeah. But, but to, fur- to further that, this theme of like Andy standing out for a bad reason, mm-hmm. um, he, uh, he's like, uh, Evan says this is on page 34. He told her about Conan, the barbarian, how Conan was always picking on him getting him in trouble, playing tricks, making him look bad. And no one will believe me about monster blood, Evan said. And then Andy's mouth dropped open. You told the kids about monster blood? And then Evan's uh, like, yeah, why not? It's a cool story, isn't it? And then Andy says, and you expected kids to believe you. (laughs) You fucking weirdo. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Didn't they just think you were weird? And Evan's like, yeah, they all think I'm weird. And Andy (laughs) laughed like, well, you are weird. Yeah. (laughs) And then Evan's like, 
Thanks a bunch, Andrea. Oh, and then Andrea's like, don't no. call me Andrea. Oh, I'll pound you. And then Andrea's like, you punch. And then, and then he's like, you punch like a girl. And then she's like, you'll bleed like a boy, like, which yes. I was like, that's a sick yeah. fucking burn. Andrea has two great lines in this book. One of that them was is like that. An excellent, that's on page 35. Excellent zinger. It's like, I like Andrea. She's fine. Yeah, that, I have that. I have that also highlighted because I was like, she she's coming in with the... Uh, with the quips on this one. Oh yeah. She has the flavor that no one else has because she has another one later on. Hold on. I just want to, it's not related to anything. So I'm just going to add. So, um, and then later on, Andy, they're, uh, they're, at, they're at, just another thing we'll get into, but, um, she nods at the opening right. She's like, did I ever tell you I'm afraid of heights? She whispered. No, Evan replied. Well, remind me to tell you. Andy <laughs> said. <laughs> <laughs> I love great. it. I love it. Yes. Um, so that's that's her showing up, and this is kind of furthering that idea of like, oh, okay, like Andy. D- One, we get the sense right away, like Andy doesn't give a fuck about what people think about her, no. and that's why they bring that up. Like she dresses, she dresses crazy. Oh, I love, I love her. Yeah, outfit. she oh she God. has short hair, so she can do the shit she wants to. Like she's she's kind of like they 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 she's they code her as kind of tomboyish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when really it's like she just doesn't give a shit. Yes. Yeah. She like goes great. up to Conan and she is like, "Hey, like she she's not afraid of the things yeah. that and that cuz she doesn't she's not trying to be cool. Right. She is cool. She just is cool and that's what that's that's the lesson that Evan fails to learn. Yeah. Um but uh the the thing that that's sort of important about Andy showing up other like if it wasn't for Andy showing up and this other detail, we couldn't have a monster blood book. But here's what happens. Andy shows up. Andy was waiting. This is on page 39. This is this is like, you know, after Andy's gotten there, um, Evan's still being a piece of loser. Um, <laughs> it's most of the book. Yep, that can, that's uh, universally true. She's like, I got some, this is on page 40, actually. Um, you'll see. She clasped her hand over his eyes. Shut your eyes, Evan. Don't open them till I say. He shuts his eyes, and when she pulls her hand away, he opened them a tiny bit to see. He watched her go behind the pine tree. So they, he met her out in the woods, I guess, or by a tree. He picked up a small brown paper bag. You're peeking, she accused him. Maybe he confessed. So cute. They're, they they got, have a very cute, playful yeah, I like their, their, their relationship is sort of like... It's it like, is, like, oh, it's like, right? it's, like it's, it's very much like you guys are going to date in high school type of thing. Ew, no. Yeah, but sexual tension, yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's no, Jeff, it's going to be like the thing, like, he's going to like another girl, and then she's going to be gonna jealous. Like, Ugh, whatever. Yeah. And then, like, the girl that he likes is going to be like a ghost or some shit. <laughs> we did that. It was Fish Street One. <laughs> and then uh, he pulled it open, peered inside, and his mouth dropped open in shock. A familiar blue can about the size of soup. <laughs> oh shit Danielle that's this is the soup reference I thought it wasn't one but I was wrong we got the soup I always pictured it was like a kind of play-doh in my head page like- 40 yeah Andy you you and then um he the faded label read monster blood surprising miracle substance I saved it Andy said proudly you bought monster blood I don't believe it you brought monster blood she's like no it's empty the can is empty but you can show that can to everyone. Uh, That'll prove you didn't make it up. It'll prove the monster blood exists. And what good's an empty can? He groaned. He pulled the top point. off, peered inside, and screamed. Oh, no! Page 42, chapter 9. Oh, no. The can was half full. Inside, a green glob of gooey monster blood shimmered in the sunlight. It keeps like growing. It does. Yeah. It keeps growing. I don't remember what happened to the can. I didn't go back and read anything in the so first it, one. Well, Jeff, it doesn't matter. Let me exp- <laughs> let me explain some things real quick. Oh right? yes, please. What w- monster blood <laughs> is not on its own magical. 
Monster Blood only had its growing and and infectious growing powers because it was cursed by a witch. Mm. Of course. In the absence of the witch curse, <clears throat> and by the way, the witch died. Right. Yeah, the witch is dead, so I, you would think the curse is dead too. There was literally no question about whether the witch survived or not. She died, yeah. and when she died, it seemed like the magic of the monster blood shut off because it didn't come from the monster blood. It came from the witch. Exactly. <sighs> they One... They do not mention the witch in this. No, not, not at a all. Single word. They don't. They don't say like I thought the witch died, right? And her power went away. And then, and then Andy can be like, maybe, maybe those like there was. They want to make it. They want to like, simplify it and just get it down to here's a here's some goop that's magic. I like we say they when it's really just <laughs> RL style. RL and his multiple helpers. The Q is trying to get us to ignore the witch. <laughs> <laughs> that devious Did you say the Q? The Q. Q. I thought for a second you meant like Q from, from like Star, Star Trek. Trek. I know you did. Yeah. I know you did. <laughs> um, but the the it it's this is annoying because like it it re it doesn't like it retcons the story lazily. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you can just say like Mention the wit, like mention yeah. the shit that I know. Yeah, exactly. Assume I've read Monster Blood One, and it can open up the thing where maybe there's another witch somewhere, or yeah. maybe it's something else. Like you could still do all the things you need to do with it. Yeah, yeah you could just be like, she's died, she's she's died, she's died, but she is also like a super powerful witch, and her curses don't stop, they'll never stop. Yeah, it's one. If you could do one line, why Andrea's there the entire time? You could Seriously, do one line can, describing the yeah. witch. Wrap up this witch shit, and then from there we get to kind of like. Like this sort of like she's like show them the monster blood they'll believe you he's like no it's too dangerous we have to get rid of it yeah, which is so which is such a fucking flip from what he's been doing the entire time right you would think yeah. he would pounce on that shit but no he's against it because he realizes that like now he might actually have to he can't just rest on his laurels he has to actually <laughs> adventure and that's when Conan shows up and finds out about it and we get to the fucking middle of the book who cares <laughs> point is that's the first like nine chapters of this thing correct yeah is is you, he's like I want to tell multiple and then he gets it and he's just like no never mind I don't oh no so yeah so now they've got monster blood literally nothing happens with the monster blood no. except for Andy feeds it to Cuddles Cuddles the hamster yeah for two because that's they have to have something happen and Conan steals it yes and then the end happens yeah. That there's nothing that happens with but, the well. When you say it like that, Jeff, this book sounds really <laughs> stupid. I mean, in between, I've got I've got a lot of details. Hit us with some stuff, Danielle, that okay. you got. All right. Yeah. So that let's just be clear. Middle of the book is exactly what Jeff said. Give some to the hamster. Hamster grows. He gets in trouble. Like one point, Andy gets in trouble. Not Andy. Um, Evan gets in trouble for overfeeding the hamster. Which okay, sure. All right. Uh, all right. Then. Uh, then there's a large part of this story where they go to Conan's house because they find out that Conan steal, <laughs> stole the, the bottle. They break they in, which is back. the most interesting yeah. scene in the book. It it's the only scene with tension. And then we have basically like the, the end. The, the end. Yeah. Yep. Literally, the it literally is just the, it, the nothing, and it's the end that you're like, all right, is it just going to be a big hamster? Yeah, it's just a big it's hamster. Just, just yeah, no, nothing more than that. And nothing. then there's not a twist. There's it's just nope. A big he doesn't learn a lesson. There's no Conan plays no real role mm -mm. Nope. in the end. Not 
Um, well, he's just kind of a, a, a fun, extra fluffy plot device. So, so Danielle, what are some things you've got okay, so earlier on? Okay, a few things. Coward. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, so the other uh, sort of thematic thing that I want to talk about is just I want to uh, establish the, the, the fundamental basis uh, that monster blood is growing uncontrollably. It can't be contained. It's there's like no available way to tame it. And Evan is going through puberty. Monster blood is a metaphor for puberty, sexual desire, sexual, sexual tension, sexual stuff. I'm going to say that that motif is there because monster blood is still monster blood, but it's definitely not as important in this one. It was way more important in the first one. I think think you'll change your mind. I mean, they have things that I, there's stuff that is described in a way that you're like, all right. Yeah. Like I could see that there's some like, Oh, yes. All right. Put your, (laughs) put your sex metaphor where your mouth is then tough guy. Okay. So we've got this moment where give me a, give me a passage. Okay, this uh, for me it's page 7. It's chapter 2. And Evan has been like fixated on the monster blood and he dreams of it every night. He dreams of it every night. He's he's he's, he's, he's been traumatized. I've been traumatized. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he says uh I was dreaming about monster blood. I I can't stop thinking about it. And then ever since his frightening adventure the past summer with the green sticky stuff, Evan had been dreaming and daydreaming about it. Of that sweet summer romance. Okay, Danielle, if it requires your if it requires breathy voice, Danielle, it doesn't count. Uh, Joe? Yeah. That was normal voice. I think you're reading it. Jeff, right? Jeff. <laughs> Jeff? I'm just, I'm eating popcorn over here. (laughs) You fucking Keemstar ass piece of shit. (laughs) I'll kill you. (laughs) Okay, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. It's definitely because green, it's, I guess, because not green. Nothing down there should be green. No. Sticky, maybe. Debatable. Yeah. Um, What else you got? Plagues plagues his mind as every waking moment after a, a, a chance encounter with it. Uh, during a, 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 a summer romance past, yes. Uh, and then on chapter in chapter three, for me, this is still on the first page. It's not very far in. Um, and let's see. Evan is describing how his dumbass was running around school telling kids about monster blood. And so it's like he's like he's like he's like a missionary. Have right? you heard about the good word? Like, like, <laughs> no. Have you heard the good news no. about monster blood? No way. 144,000 people are going to be able to go and see Monster Blood. <laughs> but only that number. But only no that more. many. Okay. Uh, and he says, uh, yeah, telling him about how the green, yucky Monster Blood had started to grow and grow. It was yucky, huh? Yeah. It was. How had it bubbled out of its container, outgrown a bucket, outgrown a bathtub, and just kept growing and growing as if it were alive? This is puberty personified as goo. What is the first interaction that Evan has with the monster blood? He sticks his fingers in it. And what does the monster blood do? And the monster blood takes complete hold of his fingers. 
he cannot get it out. It is so sticky that even though he knew he shouldn't touch it, he was tempted to, and he did. And then he was trapped with his mistake. And I'm just saying, I don't know. What page is that? Uh, this is the very end of 15. The, the, the green monster blood began bumbling over the top of the can. It's growing fast. This is page 72. Um, yeah. And stooped down to pick up the lid. Put it back on. Hurry. Evan tried. He put the lid back on. It kept slipping. Uh, the monster blood is up over the top. Shove it down, Andy instructed. Evan tried pushing the green gunk down into the can, pressing it with a gack. Ah, oh, it's like gack. Mm-hmm. It was like gack. Uh, he tried pushing it with his th- with three fingers. Ah, oh, that gack's not going to get out. <laughs> Two in the pink, one in stink. He gasped. He got shut up, Daniel. He gasped <laughs> as he felt the green goo tighten around his fingers and start to pull them down. It's got me, Evan stammered. Uh, Andy's mouth dropped open. Huh? It's got my fingers. Won't let him go. As Andy uh, hurried to help, uh, they both heard the front door slam. Someone's home. Evan whispered, "We're caught." What I found interesting was just the sort of like obvious. They're trying to repress it. They're trying to keep it down, but they can't control it, and it keeps like bubbling over. You can't stop puberty. You're going to get that back hair whether you want it or not. That's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. And that maybe maybe prepubescent boys actually have a fear that if they touch their wee-wee their hand will get stuck there. Sticky dick. As a, as Daniel, as somebody Daniel, who was da- a prepubescent boy, <laughs> let me tell you yeah, right that's now. Not a, that's not a fear, Daniel. That is not a fear that, that that's we... That's nothing. Pre, pre, and, and Jojo and I, I feel like, can speak from experience. Yeah, tons of it. <laughs> you don't, You never worry about your hand getting stuck there. No. That's nothing. <laughs> Adult me has more of a fear of that now than, than prepubescent me ever had. Adult me has a wish for that, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Adult me got fired from a job because I had that happen once. Adult me caught Jeff doing it and fired him. That's what happened. And I, I fired him wistfully. Like, maybe one day that'll be me getting fired by me. Yeah. But I, I, I can say, Danielle, I can say that I could see Monster Blood being sort of like the the onset of puberty because it just keeps going. And then all of a sudden the expiration date is today. And then it just goes away. Yeah, right. Was, was that Danielle's fun-filled uh, 80 days around the world sex trip? That was my romp through the beginning and the middle. I, I saved it and stuff. Thank you, Danielle. Um, there's, there is a section from the middle, and it has absolutely no bearing on anything, but it's, it's absolutely... But let's bring it up. Yeah, let's do it. I would love to share it with all of you. Yes, please. Because okay, I, I, uh, I read it... I read this book in like 45 minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay, Brad. I feel like I did too. Yeah, because I, 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 when, when you could tell reading these books when nothing's happening, so I just kind of blaze past that part. <laughs> it's like blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'm like blah, blah, blah. Get, get to the monster. Yeah. Get to the attack. Get to the uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Get, get to the uh-oh. Um, hold on. I got to find it. Okay. So this is a part of the book. Again, basketball, for some reason, is, is RL's go-to for kids to play. Yeah, that's the only sport that kids play. Yeah. Basketball. So aside from uh, trying to be cool kid by telling everybody bonkers story about monster blood and trying to punch Conan yeah. with an audience. With Mr. Murphy watching. With, with, but all the kids were watching thinking he could be top shit if he makes Conan fucking double over. Thought it could be top shit. He was wrong. Yeah. And... It, Evan also thought he was tight enough to try out for the basketball team. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So after all of this has gone on, first of all, I got to give Evan the character credit for like not giving up. It's right? true. He does like never learn. 
He never learns that he should just go and ask his parents for a computer and get AOL. Exactly. He should just, just go online just, and find his people. Just find his people online. He uh, he uh, wants to try out for basketball. So he goes to um, uh, the basketball court because it's tryouts. Uh, and of course, who else is trying out for the basketball team? Who? Conan. <gasps> what? Conan and Squad. Apparently, there's some other guys, yeah, too. I, this is the first I've heard of this, Jeff. Yeah. He has a, a crony, but... Biggie. The, the doesn't really come... <laughs> Biggie spelled B-I-G-G-I-E. Yes, Biggie. <laughs> spelled like Biggie Smalls. Biggie. Spelled like Biggie Smalls, Biggie. Uh, they're there as well, and they're all doing the tryouts, and they're giving uh, Evan a real hard time. Um, during the ball handling tryout, this is chapter 12. Uh, during the ball handling tryout, Evan confidently began dribbling across the floor halfway to the basket. Biggie bumped him hard, and Conan stole the, block, uh, the ball away. They blocked Evan's shots. They stole his passes. A fast pass from Conan caught Evan in the mouth. Oops, sorry, Conan yelled. That Biggie laughed like a hyena. Yeah. Well, when Evan walked into the tryouts, they slammed him in the face with the ball. They introduced Biggie just because they felt like Conan needed to have a help. Yeah, he needed a little sidekick for a minute. There was no reason for it that. It needed to be more than one person going against Evan for some reason. Yeah, to make it seem more scary. Um, Evan lowered himself into a defensive stance as Conan dribbled the ball toward him. Evan prepared to defend the basket. Conan drove closer, closer. Evan raised both hands to block Conan's shot. But to Evan's surprise, Conan let the ball bounce away. In one swift motion, he grabbed Evan by the waist, leaped high yes, in the yes, air, yes. and stuffed Evan into the basket. Questions! <laughs> what page was that? This was, I don't know, the, it's chapter 12, it's the middle of chapter 12, because so I don't have the correct pages. Okay. Many questions! <laughs> and now mostly because we, Space Jam, a new legacy just came out, and this seems like some shit that's like... I, not, that doesn't even happen in Space Jam. And let me, and for those of you who might not have gotten exactly what happened, Conan was dribbling the ball towards the basket, a regular basket in basketball court. Let the ball just roll away. Instead, picked up Evan like a basketball yep. and slam dunked him. Dunked yes. him. <laughs> yeah. He leaped into the air and stuffed him into the basket. He got enough air to lift another human being up and yeah. slam him into the basket, at which point, um, three points, he shouted, <laughs> Conan. <laughs> which is not three points, Conan. That's um, That would be two points. That's because a foul. Conan. No, it's not a foul. He's not doing it from the three-point line. He didn't shoot Evan from the three. He, he basically... This is not the important part of this, Jeff. This is not the, this is not the part that we have concerns with. Mr. Murphy had to get a step ladder to help Evan down. Which means that, one, the basket wasn't super high, but... I want to know how... <laughs> how? How? How a 12-year-old boy picks up another 12-year-old boy... And, and slam dunk him. Jumps into the air with Jumps him. to the height of a regulation basketball Yeah, Like hoop. the fact that he could even slam dunk at all is stretching it, but slam dunk a fucking human. Yeah, and, and, and it wasn't like he took him, like, so he grabbed him by the waist, right? And I'm thinking, all right, the only way he could do it is like dunk him the head first. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But so that like, is not how it goes. Did he just stuff his butt in the basket? It sounds like he stuffed his butt in the basket, Daniel. It was a butt stuff, and it wasn't even a very smart one. No, no. it was a bad try at butt stuff. And you know what's the worst? thing is it's after getting your butt stuffed in the basket and everyone laughing at you mr murphy got him down and put his hand on evan's shoulder and was like you're not tall enough evan <laughs> don't take it personally maybe Which is great not- i love that i was like man you know the, the, you're, listen you're not going to be getting a break for this shut down so i just i'm curious what, where are the college basketball right? uh, recruiters they, currently the olympics 
the fucking like the where they lift the heavy weights. Yeah, the, so he should be on the team because he 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 can do the he can do it. He can I deadlift. Mean, like, fucking this guy is incredible. I wonder if they had made if if R.L. Stein had written notes earlier where maybe um, Conan ate monster blood and was oh. bigger. Oh. And that scene would make slightly that, more sense. That would make sense. I would I would then be able to picture it more plausibly. Yeah. Like he's slightly bigger. So he, you know, no one really, oh, he's just getting bigger for some reason. I could Maybe. see that because it yeah. makes no sense physically. That no, physically, there's no, yeah, there's absolutely not, there's no, no, no sense. Nothing there. And it's very yeah. purposeful the way it's written. Yeah. It's not that like you could read this and be like, wait, what? No, yeah, no it it's literally. Like, it tells you specifically what happens. He stuffed him in the basket. Yeah. And then he shook Evan's hand again, saying no hard feelings. And Evan, being the stupid idiot that he is, oh, fucking Jesus took Christ, his hand dude. and it got his hand smushed. What does it take, yeah. Evan? Page 56. This is just one example. This is right after the slamming. Okay. <laughs> Evan held up his hand to Don't show Don't be like Andy. Danielle, okay? No, do be like, like what are we talking about? I'm on her side. It looks like a wilted petunia, she said. It can't, I can't believe I fell for Conan's stupid handshake trick twice. So... Conan is so powerful, he can smash <laughs> Evan's hand into being a cartoon. Yes. I guess. Yes. He yeah. can. This is what earlier where he says a hamburger. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, dude, that's like crushing bones if yeah. you want to look like hamburger. Into goop. And he says, and he yeah. says one time when he does it again that Evan, you could hear his bones cracking when yeah, it's and I'm happening. Like, <laughs> He's like, can you? I don't think you can. Why would you let Conan anywhere near you? Fuck yeah. If he's, especially if he's breaking your fucking fingers, I'm not touching that guy. I'm no. fucking keeping a, a restraining order 20 feet at all times. Evan has no sense of self-preservation. No. Not a no. drop. No. Not at all. Do we want to, do we want to just talk about the end of the book? Yeah, let's just. Sure. Let's just get that. Let's just, let's just take the end of this book out back and put a bullet in its head. Let's do it. Take it out. So, so Danielle, I, uh, give us, you, you told us in your synopsis, give us a more in-depth look at what happens at the end. Okay. So at the end, so what happens is that Andy, uh, feeds the hamster earlier in the book. Yeah. Monster blood. Right. And so he's been progressively growing. Yeah. Slowly over a few days. It's not like it's even like a big thing that just happened. No, no. First it's like, he's the size of a rabbit. Then he's the size of a cat. He's the size of a dog. He's like a capybara. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well now I like him. Yeah. Yeah, Right. So first, so she fed a monster blood and he was just chubby. Right. No, the, the teacher was like, he's, he's, a, he's fat now. The teacher was do? like, you overfed him. Why is he fat? And then then he got so big that he busted out of his cage. And then he was the size of like a dog. And then on like day three, Evan comes back with Andy and he's 10 feet tall. Oh, shit. I forgot. He's like, he's a monster. He's huge. He's huge. Yeah. So so he gets big. So what? And then what happens, Danielle? So they've got the giant hamster. And one of the things that he does and let me know if i'm skipping anything here is he is like evan is like how can we get this giant fucking hamster under control and he's like i fucking know guys i know what the fuck to do and they go to the auditorium yeah where, I forgot about that part actually. So yeah, Here's, there's a there's a they seeded something at the beginning of the book. 
that oh, that, that, that's right. His dad. <laughs> that doesn't do anything. It's so useless. It's just yeah. Stupid. So earlier in the book, there's a part where Evan's dad reveals to Evan. By the way, it's weird that he has parents, but well, yeah, they, they, there's no reason for the parents to be no. in this for the most part. Well, no. no, there is, Jeff. For this reason, Evan's dad likes to make art out of like scrap metal. Yeah. Yes. And for some reason that I, that scientists have yet to reach a conclusion <laughs> on Evan, Evan's dad has submitted art to go into the gym at school. Yeah. It's not what? clear why. He's an adult. He's not a student He's or a, a teacher. He's a man adult. Yeah. Just put it like center court. What's happening? Anyway. So yeah. So his dad has a sculpture at the school that just so happens to be a giant metal wheel. Which when they described it originally, I did not picture not it as being a like, giant hamster no, it wheel. It sounded like a sphere. Yeah. It didn't sound like a thing that a giant hamster is going to climb in. His dad happened to have made by happenstance. A perfect giant hamster wheel for a 10 foot tall hamster so and fortunately was thoughtful enough to put the sculpture on a, a plank with casters yeah so it's got wheels so you yeah you want to be able it. to move that bad boy yeah yeah. yeah yeah so they roll it on over they roll it on over and uh they they show it to um <laughs> chuckles cuddles. Uh, and cddles is like well, that's fucking stupid. Is this fat shaming me? You right? want me to exercise? What you, what? you want me to exercise? What right am now? I, the teacher? <laughs> so their their thought is that they're going to bring this effectively humongous hamster wheel to Cuddles, so he will be distracted long enough, yeah. so they can think of a better plan. <laughs> or Evan says maybe he'll lose weight. Yeah, which is like okay, which is not the problem. Great, wonderful. Let's get. Let's get all the fat shaming in. Yeah, they really come at cuddles in this book. <laughs> what does what does cuddles do to it, Daniel? Uh, let me find that passage. Let me just skip it. Um, cuddles just destroys. Yeah, it. Yeah, he just fucks it up. He just rips it apart. Fuck you. I hate art. Absolutely. Yeah, this trash. is page 108, the start of chapter 24. The hamster sniffed the wheel. Its pink nose twitched. It uttered a low grunt. Then it raised onto its hind legs. The, ma the hamster's massive shadow fell over the room. <laughs> oh, shit. No, Evan cried. Cuddles, no. The metal clanged as Cuddles bit into the wheel. That's right. Now, hold on. This is the, now, now, the next sentence I'm going to read to you isn't going to sound like it's in this book, but it is. <laughs> Evan saw deep tooth marks in the aluminum. <laughs> Cuddles bit down again. Then, seeing that he couldn't chew the wheel up, he pulled it apart, holding the sculpture <laughs> in his paws and twisting it ferociously with his teeth. He so, just turns so into the Hulk. He just goes like... But, but, let's, but hold on, Danielle. Let's step back a second. Okay. Cuddles was too big for the wheel. Yeah. That's, part, that's definitely part that's of this. one thing. Yeah. Yeah. So why did Evan think this would work at all? Uh, he's dumb. He's very stupid. <laughs> he's very well, stupid. Well, as long as we agree. Yeah, I think we can all agree he's unteachable. Here's my question. Why did they just kill the fucking hamster? Will a bullet not work on a huge hamster? In America, that's what would happen. They would just shotgun it shotgun well, in the Jeff, face. Jeff, if you remember, the cops said they weren't going to come. <laughs> that's right. They did call the police. <laughs> so, plan, so plan A fails miserably. What's plan B? Plan B is... and. <laughs> To Andy's credit, Evan says, I have another idea. And she says, I hope it's better than the last no, one. No, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Let's be clear. Stop. Not a better idea. <laughs> another. 
Just a different one. <laughs> yes. Yes. I would say dumber than the first idea. I think it is even less successful than the first one. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Evan's like, okay, okay, okay. But what if I ate a monster butt and I got big? And then I could deal with this hamster. I could just pick it up. What did he think? How big were you right? going to get? Like, you you. No, you're too big now. You're going to be Alice in Wonderland with all your limbs sticking out of the school. Like The hamster's 10 feet tall. For you to pick up the hamster, you would have to be very, very large, like a Ferris wheel. You'd have to be like like the giant, like Jack yes. and the Beanstalk giant sized. Yes. It's untested science. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking that this is brilliant. They go to Andy's locker where monster blood is stored. And what has happened? It's just been gooing out. It's just been oozing. It oozes all over the place and it out oozes the locker so that when they open it, it hits Evan like a cresting wave. Is that what say? Yes. <laughs> it poured over him like a <laughs> cresting you, wave. We have to constantly double check the thing that we're reading to make sure it's real. Was it my stupid idea or was it actually there? And yeah, so... <laughs> And then it's choking him and uh, sucking him. Classic. 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 Choke me. It's choking him. He's like, harder. The monster boy's like, what? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Immediately lets go. That's how he gets out of there. He eats monster blood. He says it tastes lemony, which, okay, I'm actually happy to know that. I can make some lemon jello. Yeah, it's like noted. Okay, okay, But um, here's what happens. And you would think, like, maybe this is that big inflection point when he realizes that, you know, like, you got to do the right thing. Yeah. That's what helps you to be brave enough, a hero. Step up. Mm-hmm. Stand up. So he eats the monster blood. He goes to fight the hamster. Which the hamster is fucking with Conan and Conan's screaming and crying. Conan's scared because he's being, he's, he's not powerful enough. He's fighting the hamster. Mm-hmm. He loses. He's wrestling. He's literally wrestling. He gets the shit kicked out of him by, by a hamster. Now, here's, here's what's important. Here's what's important. Um... Evan does not successfully stop the hamster. No, his plan B fails as well. Fails as badly as you think it would. But it fails in a way that actually is a little more shocking than that. Because what happens is the monster blood had an expiration date of today. (laughs) Not just today, I guess. Time-wise. Time-wise. In the plot of the book... The day that this final confrontation took place was the expiration day for Monster Blood. Apparently, it was produced in the middle of the day. <laughs> uh-huh. And, um, and literally what happens is the hamster just pops back to normal. And this is in the space of two, like, three, five sentences. Yeah. Three, and, five and apparently Monster Blood doesn't work on milk rules because it should have been okay for another couple of exactly. days. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we all know that those expiration dates are artificially, like, incredible. They're They're a suggestion. Yeah. So what happens is Evan defeats, doesn't defeat the monster blood, the hamster just turns back to normal randomly, which means, and this is the part that's very important about the lesson of this story, (laughs) Evan should have done nothing. Doing, like, the lesson here was he would have been better off doing nothing and avoiding everything. Exactly. Just sit your ass outside in the hall and wait. Yeah. And it'll so- the problem will solve itself without you. Yeah. So so the end of the book is hamster pops back to normal. Yep. Evan pops back to normal. Yep. Everyone saw this happen. Uh, nothing comes of it. Nope. Mr. Murphy gives Evan 
cuddles as a reward. Right, which is like, dude, you don't understand trauma. He, which is weird because he doesn't like cuddles. He never no. li- he's never liked cuddles. Yeah, and Mr. Murphy doesn't like him. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess. I so guess. what? Oh, so, and, then, and then this book just ends. It yeah. just ends with, with Andy getting a new can of monster blood and, and cuddles being out of his cage and assumedly eating it again. Yes. And which, why would you care now? It has an expiration exactly. date. Exactly. Like, we know exactly how long this is going to last, which is, it's yeah. expired. So who the fuck cares? You could all have it. Have it for dinner. Who so the- this th- this was a truly, truly awful ending. It was a lazy, lazy, unsatisfying ending. I wanted something to happen. Because they could have. They could have been where, like, Evan, like... Evan got- epically battles with it. Yeah. And then defeats it. He, he could easily have defeated and locked up Cuddles and everyone yeah. was cheering for him. And then the expiration thing would have shut off. Because then at least we could have been like, oh, okay, well, even if the expiration date wasn't there, he still would have been victorious and I would have felt good for cheering. He for never, him. he didn't succeed at anything he in this book. No hero's journey whatsoever. Yeah, he, and, and I guess the thing that bugged me was the main antagonist of the book, which was Conan. Yes. Had nothing to do with any of the, nope. the ending whatsoever. Aside from being there and like being fucked around with by the hamster, there was no epilogue with that. But someone has nope. to pound in the sexual tension. It's, it's, it just that bugged me more than anything because you're thinking like, oh, Evan's going to save the day. So Conan looks like a wiener. Mr. Murphy's going to realize monster blood is real, so at least he gets his comeuppance. And they don't really do any of that. No. Mr. They, Murphy is literally like, oh, you, thank you, you, here's cuddles. This book, this book, this book uh, was a waste of time. You, this was terrible. You learn nothing from it. The characters learn nothing I'm from it. I'm the worst person having read this. Yeah. Yeah. It teaches you how to write a book that has absolutely no consequences. It has, it has taught me that the best thing I can do is to not stand out. Exactly. The best thing I can do is to not read this. Thank you to the band Dog Party for the use of our theme song, Bad Dream, off the album Hit and Run. It's a wonderful song by a wonderful band. You can check it out at dogpartylive.com and dogparty.bandcamp.com. Geese Bumps is but one piece of comedy content from the Mom Hat comedy crew. You can check out all the fun stuff we do at mom-hat.com. That's mom-hat.com. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so through Twitter at geesebumps underscore pod, Instagram at geesebumps uh, underscore pod, and you can email us at geesebumpspod at gmail.com. Uh, what's the next book? Uh, the next book we should read, will read, is um, You May Now Kill the Bride. Ah. Oh-ho. Return to Fear Street. Return to Fear Street. Return to Fear Street. What that? Uh, yeah. It is a, a book series by R.L. Stein. Gimme, 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 gimme. Okay, I'm curious. I'm curious. It's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was in third grade. Oh, God. Here we go. Here's where the waterworks. I, I got a perm. And for those of you who are too young to know, a perm is when you soak your hair in really foul chemicals until the hair curls up and wants to die and gets like crunchy and curly and then you take it out of the chemicals and you can't wash it for like a week or two or something and it was like really big in the 90s so I got my hair permed and I was really proud and I was out on the playground showing off my perm and these motherfuckers were making fun of me and saying that it was not cute 
And so I went behind a wall and I cried. And a teacher happened to see. The teacher came over and made fun of how I cry. So leave a review. <laughs> Five stars, please. I'm just, hey, 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 everybody. Hey, everybody. Listen, listen, listen. Jojo Geesebumps, listen. We don't want her to say these things either. I can read the final passage. Okay. Yeah. They had a lively dinner. There was lots to talk about. They laughed and joked about all that had happened at school. It was way easy to laugh about it now that it was all over. Anyway, after dinner, Evan and Andy returned to the living room. Andy was the first one to see that the door to the hamster cage was wide open. The cage was empty. Evan was the one who spotted Cuddles on the desk. Cuddles! What are you eating? He cried. What are you eating? They never told us. They never told he, us. He was probably chewing on a fucking pencil. What the yeah, hell is you, this you, book? This book was so far from scary. It's almost appalling. He was probably eating his own babies. It's probably what he was doing. Was he what was probably do. eating its own babies. He yes. Was, trash. That's, it's it's like more horrifying. It's it more horrifying. <laughs> that would be more scary than it this was, book. It was really. It was really stupid and bad. Is yeah. the lesson yeah. here? Uh, my name is Jojo. I have a, I have a PhD. My name is Danielle. I have a PhD. My name is Jeff, and that's all, folks. This has been Goosebumps of Digimon Goosebumps podcast, and until next time, stay out of the basement. Just like somebody I used to know. <laughs>